check our levels one more time to make sure we're good. We're good here on my end? Yeah, we're perfect. Sounds good. I'm so used to getting so close to it. All right. You want me to scoot this a little closer with another chair? No, man, we're good. I'm just going to steal this wooden one over here. I can watch it, man. I can see it right here. We're all, we're all good. As long as I can see the waves on the screen, we're good. <laughs> I know we're, we're good. I was just concerned about this converter over here, whatever this is. This mixer. Yeah, for it would be quick. So, let's do it then. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, welcome to Share Your Buzz. B -b -b bonus episode. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. Uh, I don't have the, the sound effects board, but you know I can. We're branching out. Uh, my name is Tony, and I am the host of Share Your Buzz, along with my friend Chris, who is not here today because this is a kind of a a one-off. Just kind of slide this in real quick. We wanted to get a little special episode for you. So if you're listening to this and you're not a usual fan, um, I am Tony Manfantano. I host Share Your Buzz. Have been for about two and a half years now. And I'm am here in a secret. Is this an undisclosed location, or should, can we tell everybody where we're at? We can disclose. I don't. I don't think there's any uh, copyright parameters okay. we'd be infringing okay. upon. So they probably in, deep in the heart it. of 12 South. Here <laughs> we are um, hanging out at Edley's Barbecue, a real Nashville place. Absolutely. It seems appropriate to have this guest on. There's and, always uh, some interesting things happening here. Uh, one time I, I saw someone brought their their pet potbelly pig here, and I was really? like, "What kind of what kind of masochist are you to that to it, that child?" <laughs> yeah, it's it seems weird. I mean, <laughs> to a rest, I, the whole bringing an animal to a restaurant where they serve animals thing is oh, has always been weird to me. But maybe yeah. maybe it made a mistake that day, and it was kind of a, an informal warning, like you know, this is this is what can happen if you. <laughs> maybe don't. it was a silent protest. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but. For those of you who don't know Nashville, this is a barbecue place, which makes that extra funny. Which, if you didn't know that was a barbecue place, it would not, none of that would have sounded funny to you at all. But I digress. Um, met this gentleman a few weeks ago. Uh, you, we were out there recording our episode of Principal Cigars. Absolutely. And uh, Darren's a friend of both of ours, and we ended up talking, and he had an interesting story. We talked a little bit there about some stuff, and I wanted to talk more about that um, I, in general. But... That was before I found out that you have your own big stuff going on. I have a few things, a few, and, uh, few irons in the fire for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, look, without further ado, ladies and general, gentlemen, <laughs> ladies, and, and if you're a general, that's fine too. You can you, you can listen. There's nothing about that. Uh, we're on our first our first cerveza here too, so we're uh, we haven't even started yeah, exactly. getting deep into it yet. So, uh, Albert Hacker. Thank you. I'm Albert Hacker. Thank you for having me. I, I was uh, I, I hesitated there for a minute because I was trying to think of the proper introduction. But what would well, let me you do it yourself, things. I don't want to mess it up. Well, well I've, I've lived a few lifetimes. I think what uh, what, what what drew the most appeal uh, was uh, Tony had heard that I was uh, running for mayor of Nashville. We have a, a special election going on here in town. Our, our last mayor was given the uh, the informal opportunity to invite herself to leave office and so now we have <laughs> a a special uh, election that's been pushed up from august to may so now everyone's kind of in a, a full-fledged sprint um and there's been a few things that are going on around town i'm, I'm one of the unicorns here so i'm a multi-generational native nashvillian and uh though my father's from chicago but we don't talk about what happened up there <laughs> uh so, uh, you know, we just kind of had some good rapport over at Darren's house, and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, it seems like an interesting conversation, and I've got a few things that can make it fresh aside from being just a strictly politics thing, because that's one of the few things aside from religion and uh, other people's girlfriends that you don't talk about, right? Yeah, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
unless you're on the Sherry bus, though, then we do some... No, but um, we don't have to stick too much to politics, because one of the things that we do on the show is we like to make sure that the listeners are, no matter whatever it is that you do, that you're out there doing, that I think the best way for people to relate to, is to relate to you as the person. Absolutely. And just sit back and have a conversation. And... Uh, but if you want to just do a little plug, because you had an interest, I, the reason why I wanted to talk to you about you running was because you have, I, I like the stance that you're running on, the uh, the being part of the people Thank type, you. Yeah. Um, the being the, and it's it's almost a a uh, like it, there's so much of that now that it's almost we don't want to overdo it to make it a cliche, but there is a there is something to be to be said about. Uh, I mean, look at the reason why you're running right now. It's because politics is not, doesn't always work out. Absolutely. So. Well, that's kind of it's kind of funny you said like you know, communicating and, and having a conversation because it's kind of a there's been an ever growing divide and, and I think maybe what you're alluding to earlier was that uh, maybe I touched on a few things that I'm I'm an independent so I'm, I'm more of a unifier uh, and and I'm more about bringing people together so. Uh, when I see, you know, a city that I've lived in my entire life and where we've essentially good, better, and different no matter which party you wanted to hang your flag or your hat, it doesn't matter to me as long as you're living your best life and contributing in some capacity. Um, like, I think we're getting away from that and people aren't communicating anymore and now we're playing into this, you know, let's, let's not like that person because they, they, they watch a different TV show than I do or, you know, anything like that. So I think, uh, you know... What makes me different is I have no ties at all to government, so that's why I get you know, the Tennesseans forum was last night, and I was in, in the first group with a couple of other people that were quite interesting stories in their own regard. But uh, you can check that out online if you like. Uh, we definitely had a, we had a, we had a, a quality uh, hot chicken reference there as well for anyone that's interested in that capacity of Nashville. I feel like if it's Nashville, you have to run on the hot chicken platform. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I got a resounding applause for throwing princes out as my, my first go-to. So it's 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 the originator, none greater. So they. Uh, well, if you, I noticed um, on your Instagram and some stuff that you, uh, on your social media, you made a reference the other day to, you know, let's fix some roads Absolutely. out there. And if you make a hot chicken mm. reference and a reference to how bad the roads are here, you, you know that you're a real Nashvilleian. <laughs> and you don't want to be the politician that says, I'm going to fix schools, I'm going to fix roads, I'd love your vote, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the politician that says, I, I like hot chicken and happy hour, just like you guys. Exactly, and, yeah. But I've also got a great idea. I'm a politician, let's fix some roads. But So you got to do something besides that, of course. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you haven't been, in, if, you, if you've driven around Nashville for a while, like that, that obviously is something that I want to do. Um, but I think what we can do is like call out some ways for someone that, that's non-establishment, no IOUs, and I can come in and just be like, look, I mean, I'm a 6'10 guy, I'm a friendly giant, but you know, if you get mad at me because I'm messing up something that you owed someone else in a deal that doesn't work for the city, then you know, it's, it's not my problem. It's, I'm here for the city, and that's why I'm here to do these things. So I did if forget we can- to uh, mention to the audience when we first started that this is a ve- <laughs> we look very awkward right now if we stand next to each other because I can literally like you look like a one of those transformers where I come out of you. That's like, like <laughs> was that sound wave? I don't know. I think that was sound wave. But his chest opened and yeah, then like, like the little ones yeah, came like out. Yeah, like little one comes yeah. out like a micro. Remember like when the, when Matchbox and Micro Machines teamed up and the Micro Machine came out of the Matchbox. I love it. Was it. Like, uh, I love that's it. That's what I feel like. We could also be like the the component where like you're like the arm of Voltron or something like that, and I'm just yeah, like the main core. I'm just your arm. <laughs> we can we can find a few people around here and find like Albertron or something. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that you referenced Voltron too. Nobody gets that anymore. I love it. Yeah, that's how that's how you can really tell. Like you throw a, 
throw out a Thundercats reference or you throw out a uh, Voltron reference and you can separate the, the men from the boys. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but it was, it's, it, you know, this is, a, this is an interesting show in, 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 in my understanding from what I've seen of it so far and, and heard from it. And I've listened to a few episodes and, and, and I like what you're doing as well. So thanks for coming in and stepping in with uh, oh, yeah. a local flavor and, and checking out people's buzz here because I think what's always been interesting about Nashville is the city, you know, people are always like, oh, well, Southerners, and, you know, it's kind of a misconception if you're from, I mean, from the north or from uh, the far south, like in Miami, I guess they call it Miami is like the, the New York of the south, right? And so, <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I'm, I'm from Orlando, so I, <laughs> I know quite a bit about the uh, how northern Florida is. But if you look like Nashville, people are like, well, it's Music City, or they, they just have like a bunch of country music people, right? And it's like, well, we've actually got one of the most diversified cities and diverse cities in the country. I mean, we've... Man, how, how do you... Um Let's see, how do you feel about that? But what's your take on uh, <laughs> what's your? Because uh, I was you thinking about I was about thinking that. about this. I was because I know you're you know you're from here, and we're such a uh, we have Nashville. I think what pe why people fall in love with it. One of the reasons anyway is because of uh, we are in some aspects a transient city, but the people that come here from everywhere feel very welcomed here, like as part of something because. We're kind of like the place, especially in the music industry or, or the arts, the artistic industry. Mm -hmm. We're the place where the um, the outcasts of other places can come and feel like they're home. Absolutely. So there's like even though we're kind of even even though a lot of people aren't from here, it's still it's easy to claim this place as your own once you get here because everybody's very welcoming. Everybody is kind of just like you. They're you know they're have these crazy ideas that maybe wouldn't fly where they're from, but they can come to Nashville and you can. You know, just go out here on like a weekend and look at how people are dressed. You can do whatever you want. Absolutely. <laughs> there's there's a, there's a slice of bread for any flavor you want to put yeah. on it, right? So I, uh, but but even me, I mean, I guess I can jokingly say that I'm the unspoken minority. So you know, there was a time where I went into the five spot for a Monday night dance party, and and, and I think the record skipped when a six ten guy that wasn't wearing a, a V neck <laughs> down to my belly button walked in the doors. <laughs> But I mean, I'm not nothing against that. But uh, it was uh, it was definitely an, an interesting reaction when I walked in there for the first time. It had just started. For those of you who don't know, like the Monday night, Monday night dance party is they call it Motown Mondays. It's at the five spot in East Nashville. It's it's been I think the New York New York Times, New York Post, someone written it, wrote it up about like one of the top ten dance parties in the country or oh, something. Shit. It's 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 another you know like I said, we're not just country music here. It's it's something for everyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we have such a big. Uh, rock scene here now punk rock mm -hmm. is really big and even hip-hop and there's I mean there's tons of stuff going on here now and it's people are getting used to it now I believe I, people are coming here and would uh, also what, what makes me happy is that even the people that are into the country scene are where it's, it's a younger crowd coming in and they're more accepting of diversifying absolutely they're more accepting of having other genres here as well mm -hmm. or mixing genres or like you know people aren't just one thing anymore well, it's always and been Nashville's always been a welcoming town and I think aside I mean well we're in Tennessee so we don't have a state income tax so that's always been appealing to businesses or entrepreneurs uh, you know Nashville's always been ever since HCA was formed we're the healthcare capital of the world in many people's opinions because it's the biggest hospital owner and operator but I mean just the culture here like you know, we're, we're nice here in the South. We're, you know, some people are like, oh, well, maybe they're racist there. Like, well, we, we've had the largest Kurdish population in the country before it became a hot topic for uh, for politics. That was decades ago, and we did it the right way here. And we took in the, the Lost Boys of Sudan, and 
know, we've done a lot of things that, that help a lot of different people here in Nashville. And, we, and you know, we're, we're the capital of the volunteer state for a reason. So yeah. when something when someone goes something goes wrong or you know something uh, needs some attention, we, we tend to pull up our bootstraps and make it work. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this crazy idea that I had to, to decide to do a couple months ago. So. <laughs> Man, without um, you know, I'd want to. Without diving too much into, into something that you know we can talk about whatever you want to talk about, but what would like how did this even come about? What was like, what was how? What did you think? Hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna run from there. Well, I was you know it was it started out you know you know some people say like most good most good ideas come with a really good joke before it becomes an actual idea. So uh, I uh, was sitting around. I was at a bus stop. I have two sons, by the way. They're they're lovely boys, nine and ten. Lovely. They're very masculine, strong. <laughs> Uh, There's nothing next, wrong with saying that. Next generational world beating men, but <laughs> my my ten year old he is uh, almost five seven. So Hang on. <laughs> a little bit of Nashville right there. Hell so there yeah. You go. Well, uh, it is a, a beautiful spring day, so I'm, I don't blame anyone for being out right now. Yeah, if I had a bike that I could fit on, I'd be riding it around for right. sure. So uh, Noah's like almost five seven. He's ten. My younger son Joven, he's a force of nature. He's got you know quads that are almost as big as mine, so it's <laughs> it's uh, it's an interesting mix. But I was you know like we had a dusting of snow. Um, I think it was even in March because we had such a late cold season now. Uh, but they canceled schools. And another is like things of safety. But you know I came from a time where, and 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 I'm not and I'm still young, but. Even when I was a kid, like I remember, like sweating bullets, watching the news, watching. They called it the Snowbird Report back in the day. So it was uh, this this uh, this weatherman here in town, and he had he developed the Snowbird Report. So this little snowbird with his you know <laughs> empty eye staring at you from the television screen, like <laughs> am I am I going to give you a day off today? Is is there enough snow on the ground to where you don't have to go into school? <laughs> oh man, I and. Uh, so I was uh, I was sitting there looking at all this dusting and the kids are going in two hours late and you know this 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 lady that shares a bus stop uh, uh, at our place with her daughter our our kids go to the same school and she was there and I was like you know she's a nurse and she had to I'm in medical devices so she she had to take I know what it's like for when a nurse gets delayed two hours because I know oh, yeah. how busy they are and I'm like the city doesn't even consider these things they're like oh we get it maybe someone has a slippery driveway it's like well maybe someone has to save someone's life and yeah I'm gonna say not only like not only is it important because how busy they are but like yeah there could be somebody there that needs medical assistance exactly yeah. there's there's for, for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction right so uh, I don't know so I, I put like something on Facebook in jest I was like you know hey yeah, end unnecessary school closures, fix city roads. If, you, if you're in Nashville, you know what I'm talking about because you know, every 10 feet you have a risk of playing a Mario Kart and uh, in some, some parts of town and some streets. So and there's, like, there's some people around here that really like being Yoshi too. Just, uh, <laughs> just throwing some bananas on the road here. Well, I guess if they're not taking an Uber and it's late at night, at least they have an excuse. So like, well, right. potholes, officer, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, and that's, we have such a great... Uh, Speaking of, of uh, I want to get back to your story, but just real quick on a tangent. Speaking of um, ride sharing, like Nashville has been such a, a like, it's, it's like we're trying on Huge. the on the on the on the transportation thing. We're we're trying. We're so close, but like for ride sharing, Uber has been and, and Lyft have been essential. I think to Absolutely. the growth here because I mean even whether whether you're going out or partying or you're going to the airport or you're going to to work. Like sometimes it's just I took an Uber here because I knew it was going to be easier than finding a parking spot. Absolutely, and, and you know all that. Is, 
And if you, I mean, heaven forbid you decide to go downtown and it's some large event that our party, that our city's throwing, because we throw a hell of a party here uh, in Nashville. But I mean, you go down there, and even if you're not going to drink, if you've got a designated driver, the parking's thirty-five dollars. I mean, that's an Uber there and back. Right. If you live anywhere nearby the yeah. city, so you might not. I mean, you get someone to chauffeur. Crack one open, have a fun time, and then you're good to go. So that's the way to go. But then, like Lyft, they, they moved our, their 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 service headquarters uh, from San Francisco here to Nashville. It was a couple years. I can't remember what year it was. It was a couple years ago. I should definitely know these things. Uh, it, you know, if all goes as planned in a couple of weeks, so at least know sound what I know what I'm talking about. But I know exactly <laughs> where that building is, right there on First Avenue, because I I'm very close to somebody who works there. Yeah. So, so it's a. Yeah, that that was kind of a big deal. Yeah, I think like when Google first came here, and we've always had healthcare tech as, as a, a, a hub for healthcare tech, and then you know having Google expand their presence here. I mean, you get them, they they kind of they yeah, bring. Were, the, weren't the, we one of the first trial cities to get the uh, the fiber, the Google fiber? Correct. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, until municipal cronyism got into play, and, and then they uh, some of their their fan favorites like uh, yeah. now I still got people pay. that I'm not going to talk yeah. about because I don't want to offend anyone if I become mayor. So. A few competitors didn't like what was going on because they had some legislation written up that said that you had to get certain permits, and then you know Google apparently wasn't going through those permits, and they were, and they weren't allowed to use the telephone poles, so now they had to dig in the streets. Yeah, so now in, instead of having a cost-effective solution and benefiting from the mechanism of capitalism and, and markets, now we've got to follow the the guided rules that our our Bureaucracy. overlords have bestowed upon us. So. Yeah. <laughs> That may have been too deep, but that's completely just me no, being I, silly. No, I get it. I, I, I follow that whole story because I was like, I was waiting for fiber. I was like, please come. Please yeah. come to my neighborhood. I've still got my T-shirt. I'm just like, I know, right? I put this thing? Am I, should I be ashamed to wear this? Is this like a hand-me-down out of my kid? I got my shirt, and then I went to Goodwill and found another shirt in my size there. And I was like, you know what? I'm buying this one, too, because why would somebody give this to Goodwill? This is I awesome. Love like, I love uh, it. Well, I mean, you know, if, if if we were single, I guess we could say, well, it's a, it's a night shirt for someone, maybe, but that's not the case anymore. So, so right. be it. <laughs> so, at least anyway, I can man. hand it under my kids, and uh, I guess you can do the same. So, it's good. I didn't mean to tangent from your story, man, but you're getting back to how this all came about. That's okay. I mean, if you're having a good conversation, yeah. you, you get off topic a few times. So that happens to us a lot on this yeah. show. It's, shiny yeah. moments, oh, shiny moments are some of the best moments, I think. So. Uh, yeah, so I, th I think I, was, I stopped where I was at the, the bus stop, and uh, so I made this joke on Facebook, and then, you know, literally I had a couple dozen friends just call me and text me, like, are you serious? Because there was, I was in the process of our mayor stepping down and becoming mm -hmm. a felon, so if she decides to make a comeback, she's a f convicted felon, just so you know, but. <laughs> I like how you just throw, it, throw that in there, like, with politics, it's just so ca casual. You know, she just decided to become a felon. It was, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. But ironically, she's not in jail like most of us would be for a couple months. So it's uh, it's funny how that happens. But anyway, aside from all that, uh, I made a joke, and uh, you know, I was just kind of sitting back on it, and I, and I made a couple more comments about the weather and and stuff like that. And then, you know, there was an instance where we had a rash of juvenile crime here in town. And like I said before, I've got a nine and I've got a ten-year-old son. Uh, sons and there was an article I woke up one morning some you know 12 year old had um, let me take a step back uh, I moved into a new place in February and then when I moved in that night my neighbor got robbed at gunpoint it was apparently teenagers that were going in an SUV around uh, the Green Hills area uh, and like there was some another instance at the library there was another instance in where I live another neighbor's guest had her car stolen carjacked 
like a couple weeks after that. So mm -hmm. there was a, a big rash of crime, and they were apparently teenagers, from what I heard. Okay. And then there was a story uh, on Church Street. There was a 12-year-old that got arrested for carjacking, and so I'm like, look, you know, I was I was upset about the waste. There's a lot of money being wasted. So you hear people about, you know. Or, some of our politicians now will say, well, we're taking in records amounts of revenue, yet I'm, I'm looking at the situation. I'm like, well, but we're also in a shortfall. So it's not something we should be bragging about. You're just yeah. showing like how, you know, how things can be cleaned up a little bit. Um, but as a father now, I got to look at things differently. And I see it, someone that's two years older than my older son, Noah. And now it changes things. I'm like, I think I can come up with some good ideas that could help clean up some of these problems, not clean them up, but at least have some kind of a positive impact. And in a time where I think we all get tired of seeing like debates on social media where people aren't face to face anymore. They're not having a conversation like yes. you said before. And, you know, they're being told to believe things and they're being told, you know, what will further a cause from a television station that's looking for a rating or a newspaper that's looking to sell a paper. And in their own regard, they can conduct their business. And that's, I'm not trying to be unfair to them, but it seems like there's a lot of steering and there's a lot less one-on-one -on -one interaction. So it, I looked at it as an opportunity, like, look, I love this city. I'm from here. I, I know numbers. I've, I've, I've done financial performance for big commercial real estate investments. I've, I'm in medical devices. I've got to you know, deal with contracts with hospitals. There's a whole different political system there. And you're dealing with some pretty strong-willed people in terms of surgeons and hospital staff. So I've got some skill sets I can bring to the table, but I think you know anyone can say they can come in and, and, and go through line item stuff and, and, and eliminate waste. But you know my, what I, I love most about my, uh, my campaign is my community plan, as you hear the, 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 the engine of change going behind you, me. You know what? It's a, I like that. I like that. But I almost feel like for that car, he's allowed to stop the podcast. That was the car. What? I think for that car, he's allowed to stop the podcast. He's at, <laughs> we just watched the fastback Corvette Stingray pull off, and I think it was perfectly timed. I was like, I felt like I got a goosebump on my arm, and it's kind of like, should we throw like another like old movie throwback? Do you remember Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone? don't know that one no i'm taking it too far back okay so <laughs> for, for everyone that's younger for everyone that's, that's, that's younger than tony and and, and and i'm older than everyone apparently so uh i'm 36 so uh, i'm still relevant Hell, enough i'm to, older than you man. oh okay you don't even remember over the top i thought you were younger than me what are you doing uh, right <laughs> so there was a movie sylvester stallone we're gonna take a sidetrack again okay, okay he's a truck driver you know and he has a son, and his son goes on this road trip with him to the World Arm Wrestling Championship. And I think it's in Las Vegas. And so I think, I, I've not seen it in a while. I think they go through a qualifier, qualifier round, and, you know, Sylvester Stallone's got his rig, and as he's driving his truck, he's got, like, the one-handed pulley that you put on a cable set in a gym, uh -huh. but it's in the middle of the rest area of his semi-truck, and he's got to wait, and he's like, Pulling it down, preparing himself <laughs> as he's driving. <laughs> and there's a scene, there's a scene in there, and he's like, and he's a truck driver, so he's like, he's doing, I think he's doing an interview, and it's for this World Arm Wrestling Championship in Las Vegas. And and and, and I'm making it sound so much, you know, cheaper than it really is. This is this is an emotional saga. This is like a, a father-son <laughs> bonding moment, and it's like a, a, an emotional saga of overcoming great odds. And so much more than just a guy driving a truck, working a, a one-handed pulley machine. Uh, but he's like, you know, he, he, his classic move is he turns his hat around, you know. And they're like, well, why do you classic, turn your yeah. hat around, you know? 
And uh, he's like, well, you know, before I go, I get ready. And I turn my head around and I feel like, like a truck. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, it's time to pull, gonna, I guess. Are you going to adopt that for debates? You're going to just wear a hat up Maybe you should. Maybe I should. I, I think the, the curse of being 6'10 is I've also got a, a, a giant head that goes along with it. So snap back, so I'm on the very last button, or it's open, oh, and then... You know, I have the exact opposite problem. I have to usually, like, pull mine in super tight to where I got that bunch in the back where it all squishes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if we're all the same size, it wouldn't be any fun. And, and look, we're here. You and I are oh, yeah. opposite ends of the hat's bell curve spectrum. We, and we we're uniting over <laughs> microphones and barbecue institutions. Because and on, in audio, people can't tell what we look like, so it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, so I, uh, I, I think I lost track where I was. So... What what's the what's the the next step from when you decide I can do this to like doing it like? Well, I mean, you know, I kind of looked into like what it required because someone called me after my one of the people that called me. He's uh, he owns a couple of hotels in town. He's a nice guy, and he's like, "Well, have you filed a petition yet?" I was like, "Well, no, I haven't. I I haven't really even really looked into it." And so I was like, "Let's look into it. What does it take?" You know, there's I've heard there's a couple people that are going to be running anyway. It's it's a one-year term. I can take a, a, a year to, if I can make it, if I think I can make a difference, I can take a step away from anything for a year and be like, look, I, this is, I served my community in a, in a greater sense than myself, and, and we did some good things for everyone. And, uh, like, I ha basically, you got to get, like, 25, 20 votes, I think, on the, on the, your petition. And it was right before uh, an event that I, that I help host for the Community Resource Center, Oyster Easter, it's our annual fundraiser. So if, Next year, if you're in town for Easter weekend, shameless plug for Oyster Easter. So, uh, hot, hot uh, microphone moment there. Sorry to, sorry to blaze it up too much over here for you. I think if, you, I think you're allowed all the. I think the the, the plugs cease to be shameless once you're mayor. You can get all the plugs you want. That's right. I, I'm like the walking plug. So I've got to learn about <laughs> you more. Plug the city. Yeah. So that's that's basically what I've been doing is attending all these nonprofits and entrepreneur meetings and chamber meetings and. Like yesterday, I was at the the Tennessee uh, Association for Mental Health and uh, Substance Abuse Solutions, and they had their their council meeting, and I just I walked in there because it was like a children's mental health thing, and I was like, well, you know, this resonates with me. Yeah. I mean, I've got kids. I've got a, a nephew that's autistic. Uh, he's always in the spectrum. Um, and then I've got a, you know, I had an aunt that was OCD and some other things. There's people that have far worse, you know, issues, of course. But it's like, you know, this is. I want to see what is going on because this isn't something I know enough about in my own city. So that is something that uh, is such an untapped area that you know you, you talk about medical funding, you talk about medical progress, uh, you know, you talk about advancing, and and people, I think sometimes don't now. Now I think we're starting to because it's become so prevalent, but people sometimes forget about uh, the. Uh, mental illness as being an illness or or I, I, don't, I don't even like because I got something that's kind of close to me in that area too so I don't like to even use the word illness yeah. but some kind of sometimes people need some help figuring some stuff out mm -hmm. and that's still a medical issue and that's, that's like basically what I learned what I learned what I gathered from the uh, the meeting yesterday was that's kind of and your reaction was a, a classic example of, of what I of, of how I would react and think about things like it's our society has been like well we don't want to talk about it you know and um, but this is a place where people can go because one in four or one in five people are directly associated in some capacity of their lives, it directly or indirectly through someone they know, with substance abuse or mental health. 
And so, uh, you know, they said this is something that stigmatizes people with children specifically because, and that's why everyone gets lumped into ADD. And then they're like, oh, well, now we've got to up the diagnosis to this. And then they missed a however long of treatment for that. And then it gets bumped up to something else. And it's just a cycle. But I guess the overlying concept was, uh, you know, it, it, it's something that people don't want to stigmatize a child with. So it goes underdiagnosed and not getting the help they need. But the, this organization ties together all these resources and it gives people a sense of, of unification. Like I said, so that's, you know, if I'm going to be the great unifier in a year of Nashville. So uh, I loved hearing that because it, it lets people know that they're not alone. And that there are resources that can help them. So they're growing confidence, and you know their ability that this isn't a broken person. This is someone that's just, it's just different than someone that you would consider a exactly. person in another capacity. Exactly. But they're, they're still a person. They're just some. They're just. They're just. They engage the world differently than you and I do. They're, they're, but they're still a human being. So, let's figure out how the best way we can communicate and hang out with these people, and uh, you know find other people that have uh, relatives or friends that that, that need certain kinds of methods of communication and other thing and then we're growing more confidence in how we're working with one another and, and I think that's great. What's, uh, what's exciting and uh, what gets me kind of stoked is that I'm seeing little by little the progress in the way people are handling stuff or thinking about things like that handling stuff. It's the way, the way people talk to each other. Now we happen to live in a very progressive city so that's maybe it's just us but I, I definitely see a uh, it, 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 in advance in the way we handle that those type of issues or just in take take mental health out of it take everything else out of it just the way that we deal with each other on a regular basis mm -hmm. in the world I'm seeing I'm seeing an, a, a, an advance in that unfortunately there's some things you know there was there's incidents even recently that are happening in the world and in our city even today that I won't talk about that were that are horrible you know yes. and, and those things are always going to happen well, it's but, a city. I mean, bad things happen when a lot of people come together, and we just have to realize that, you know, this isn't a utopia. This is real life, and, yeah. you know, it's it's not the bad things that happen. It's how we, you know, prepare ourselves to be flexible to deal with things that don't go a certain way, and that's not just in terms of a tragedy. That's just regular life. I mean, yeah. I, did, I didn't get the interview, like, what do I do next? And Or, you know, like... I was on a date. It didn't go well. This this person's not calling me anymore. Or uh -huh. you know, I ordered the food. The food sucked. Like, you know, like there's there's all these tiers of things where things can go wrong. But oh, I think tell me, like there's there are things that, and we, I think because uh, because sometimes we, it's good to take a step back and realize that our these little trifling problems are they're, they're such a <clears throat> the little tripe in the in the of, of life is a even though it's a it's a major deal to us in the moment, it's. If you look at it in the big picture, like I have a oh, this happened to me just before I was texting somebody just before you arrived today uh, at from my day job when I got plans to go Cinco de Mayo in on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I might have to work on Saturday now. I was bummed out about it, but in the grand scheme of things, like not if that's the problem. biggest problem in my life is that I have to go to work and not go drink cervezas <laughs> for one day like you know what it's yeah. it's, fun. it's fun i think that we all kind of get through our days in our own little ways and like one of the little things that i throw in my day and not that that you know means anything to anyone that's listening to me right now so if i bore you then you can you know maybe this is the time to grab the next bite of your sandwich or something but uh like i uh you know something happens like you know uh, like, like if Ellie or someone, like one of my kids asked me, Ellie's my girlfriend, uh, like someone asked me like, well, how, what, how's your day? What happened? I'm like, well, you know, a little instance happened or something. I'm like, but, you know, it, that's the worst things that happened to me today, then yeah. it's a good day. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> 
So it's going to, you know, I wasn't always a, a habitual optimist uh, naturally. It, it takes practice like anything else. Oh, so, yeah. And then I always try to make a, a practice of if I, if I catch myself saying something negative about someone or something because we're all human and we do these things, like I'll try to come back and I'll, I'll make myself say two positive things about either that subject or something else if that subject for some reason doesn't warrant a positive note. So <laughs> at, least I'm, at least I'm contributing more positive energy to yeah, my day man. than negative. So. A, that's a good thing. I, I always feel like I, it's hard to do this all the time, but I feel like generally I would like to always have people to have a good interaction with me when they have an interaction with me or at least a at least get something from it maybe yeah. they don't agree with me or maybe they don't see my point of view but if if I even if we don't agree or get along if I can if I, if, if my interaction with somebody gives them an experience they, they think about later mm -hmm. that's I'm, I'm okay with that too I like that and so I mean tie, tie this back in so to, to my my chopped up version of my crazy idea. So uh, like one of my community plans that I came up with and I got actually, I had the chance to bring it up last night in the Tennessean forum. And I was like, okay. I remember I, they asked a question about, there's there's a, an instance where they're talking about doing a, a community review board for the police. Now, like if, if uh, an officer does something and, and he's, you know, engaged in a situation, now if, if something goes wrong, they want to there's people that have proposed the idea of having like a review board from citizens in certain areas of town that, that collectively review the situation and make a, a determination outside of the police force which you know I can see a measure uh, why they would feel that way and I can understand that but I try to look at things that can make a greater impact in terms of trying to figure out how we can do things better instead of trying to pin each other down how can we grow instead of trying to pin each other down yeah. uh, so I had a crazy idea, and ironically, we're here at a barbecue place. Uh, I, I, I was kicking around, do I call it cookout, do I call it barbecue? I was like, well, barbecue resonates in so many more ways than cookout. So if you're, if you're barbecuing, you could be throwing burgers and pork and, and you know. That's a good point, man, especially because uh, <laughs> it, it, I, I don't even think it's a northern, southern, eastern, western coast thing. I think it's an individual thing, man. The cookout versus the barbecue. It's it's an epic it's an epic showdown. Like it is. How it's, how is it is it Pepsi? I is it Coke? Up, I grew up thinking <laughs> barbecue was barbecue food. Yeah. Like like pork and beans, things like barbecue food. Like mm -hmm. we're gonna get barbecue tonight. Mm hmm Where we didn't call it cooking out when I was growing up. We just called it grilling. We're like hey, we're we're gonna grill tonight. I got you. We're gonna grill out tonight, something like that. But then I realized what I was talking about was actually the cookout versus the barbecue. Absolutely. So. Well, as, as, a, as a Southern Tennessean, like I was, I had a, a diversified approach throughout my youth. Like I would go to some friend's house and like we're having a cookout. I'm like, well, what are we, are we having like chicken or burgers or right, hot dogs? So or, I but I don't, I don't know what to bring. And then I got to, an, I go to another neighbor's house. And like we're having a barbecue. And I'm like, and then I, when I was a kid, I was like, you know, at the same notion. I was like, well, maybe we're having like, you know, pork or something like that yeah. or something. And you know, they That's have, true, they though, have chicken in a, and in a bigger in a wider spectrum like the neighborhood like your neighbors saying hey we're having a barbecue could just mean that you're having a bunch of people over for an outdoor party exactly right. so that's kind of where that's kind of what topped me over i was like look we're not having a cookout the cookout's <laughs> kind of more a more singular notion i think i think the greater unifier of the term is barbecue so <laughs> okay yeah I, I can think of that i think from here on out on share your buzz the officially we're only going to use the term barbecue from now on. <laughs> we're barbecuing we're we're, so. we're we're taking in as much as we can we're not limiting ourselves, and we're going to see what comes out on the backside because that's what we're here to do. I also love barbecue <laughs> restaurants because most of their mascots are a pig in some form or fashion, yeah. which I think is like, and the pig's always happy. 
which I'm thinking is gives a bad message because <laughs> the wrong message. At least Chick-fil-A is kind of honest. Like they've got yeah. cows like, hey, don't eat us. Eat that thing over there. Eat the chicken, you know. <laughs> but uh, so but the, I came up with an idea, you know, before I was asked this question. And I was like, look, there's a, there's a divide. Where can I find some divides to unify those things in my community, in anyone's community, if they think it's a great idea? If it's a terrible idea, at least we tried. But, um, uh, you know, I had to remember the days where people would get together and barbecue. I, I, people I never even met in my neighborhood or someone else's neighborhood. Yeah. I went to a stranger's house and then I left with 10 friends, you know. Uh, but, you know, with, with times where you've got... Uh, a sense of morale loss with police force, uh, not just here, but other cities. You've got certain uh, people, not just here in cities, but even in rural areas uh, of any demographic that are scared of police officers. I'm 6'10", 275, so you know, I'm kind of wondering, am I going to be targeted because I'm the big guy? But uh, I'm just joking. But uh, so <laughs> Hey, hey big tasers guy. are real, man. <laughs> what are you doing over there, big guy? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I left my battle axe at home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the listeners, I should tell the listeners that you are wearing a horned helmet right now and a, <laughs> and a, a, uh, a quilted kilt. If, if, no. I, if it weren't going to be 90 degrees uh, in, in like a couple of weeks, I figured I'd maybe have a beard. But, you know, I did get my Ancestry.com test back uh, and I am like half Scandinavian. So there's, there's some Viking oh, nice. blood in, the, in these veins. So uh, I came up with the idea. I'm calling it the Barbecue Bridges Initiative. Okay. Because we're barbecuing and we're building bridges. So it's as simple as it is profound. I can get, you know, I know a chef at, at, at several restaurants here around town. They love doing community outreach. Sure. We even, a friend of mine and I almost even started just a, a, a pop-up restaurant as outreach to start another restaurant. Um, but uh, get some private sponsors, whether it's like a U.S. Foods or it's a Creative Gardens. Get some chefs that want to do some work in their community because they all want to do that because they believe in greater things than themselves. That's why they put these amazing ingredients together. Uh, And each district and the precinct that serves those districts have the officers come, have people from the community come, whether they're community leaders or someone that's just walking down the street and saying, what's going on over there? Have it in a city park so you have to rent something out. And we're having we're we're getting people together like once once a month. Cool man, that's really cool. Thanks. I'm glad you like that. So that was my answer to the community oversight board. I was like, you know, I think instead of, you know, having uh, instead of trying to retaliate and you think that someone's looking over your shoulder, so you're going to look over their shoulder, let's get face to face. And so we know who's working with who. Yeah. And we're having some good times. And, you know, we're, everyone's equal at the barbecue table. So. I think it's a really great idea, and especially because in Nashville, one of the things I like about living in a rural, in, in the city, is because, or I'm sorry, in a urban, in the, in the city area, is because uh, I I grew up in a very suburban area. Everything was very spread out. This is the first time I've lived in a place where I can walk places, where my neighborhood, my little street, my little borough, is my neighborhood. And I when I walk to the store, I see my neighbors, or I see the person that owns the store is there, or I, I see the bartender at my local pub always like waves me when I walk by, you know, it's like, it's, Absolutely. I, it's, there's definitely a community aspect to each little pocket of Nashville. Absolutely. And I, that's, that would, it's, how awesome would it be if every little community just, if the city came along and said, we're throwing a party for the community. Well, you right. see like, that's kind of some of the things that people have said, like, well, when they come here from the North or they come here, like, I think I saw a Jim Carrey article and he was blown away that someone helped him when he had road trouble or something. And. You know, uh, but like I've, I've seen a few uh, 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 people 
noting that, you know, it was just so weird when I came here, I didn't know what to think. Someone waved at me, I don't even know who they were. And like, you know, I was looking around to see if someone was behind me, no one was behind me, I didn't know if something was on my shirt, but they were just waving to say hello. I'm like, well, yeah, that's just kind of how it is here. Like, <laughs> it's, it's definitely not like, a, you know, a black and white 50s TV show or anything like that, but at the same time, I mean, we're just friendly here. And So, man, as we're wrapping it up, what do, um, I'm intrigued by this because there's something going on in the culture I think in all in all America right now or maybe it's just us maybe it's just what I the, the little corner of it that I that I tune into but it seems like there's something going on there's a national kind of uh, zeitgeist of people wanting to see the actual changes we don't want to just hear about things are happening we do, even if even if it might be something you know, at some there are some people that are like hey I know and I used to be this way I still am kind of this way where I'm like I want the people who know what they're doing doing that thing and if I don't know about it I have to trust that they're doing it that's fine and I might not see it in my day to day but I gotta trust that they're doing their job but Absolutely. I think there's a culture going around right now of people saying no I kind of want to see what what's going on Absolutely. and it's like it's kind of what you're talking about with the roads and with the community and things like that like yeah. you want to we want to People that live in this community want to actually, a little bit at least, see what, what if, if something is going. If there's if there's something, not necessarily what our money is going to, because that's an old cliche, but at least see that there's something progressing in our society. Something something is happening. Something is something is real. Getting better. Or, something real. Yeah. Uh, and I think I, I totally agree. First of all, and, and aside from the divide and and, and want to be a, 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 create a sense of unification, I wanted to do something real. And I've said this. If, if you're on Instagram, I have Albert Hacker for Mayor. Check it out. Uh, the website should be up either tonight or tomorrow. I'm waiting on a few graphics. I don't want to press too hard because some people are helping me out because I don't have 400 grand and IOUs like some other people. Not, 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 not a dig, but it's just, it's just how the world is. I've, I've got you do need to hire an assistant to carry your business cards. I, I do. <laughs> As, until I finish my fundraising efforts uh, this weekend and next week, I've, I'm, I'm like my social media director. I'm my card organizer. I'm my my Google event attendee organizer, so yeah. it's, uh, you know, but I think that just means that it's real. I've got people that are supporting me from a community sense, so I don't need, I say, well, we'll see, we'll see, uh, you know, what'll win, TV well, ads all, or people, so, that's but. That's what it's about, man. I think people are into that right now and, and have always been, but maybe didn't have a voice for it, and now that there's actually politicians out there or people in getting into politics, I mean, think about the way, I mean, without spewing my own personal views too much, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm an American history buff. And yeah. think about the way our country was kind of formed. Like, some of the people were into politics, but some of them were just really smart people who were like, hey, I think we can do this better. Yeah, and, and I think that's, like you said, something like you want to, people are wanting to see something specific. And I'm like, well, maybe that's my buzz. Like, in terms of this campaign, is like, and I, and, and, I, and I did a shameless plug on the, another, shameless plug number two, I guess, or is that number three with the restaurant? Uh, but, uh, um like I'm like, look, I'm I'm not I don't have a community plan. I have specific ideas. Like here's yeah. here's my barbecue bridges initiative. Here's my Nashville Better Better initiative because we better and it's part one and part two. They're both going to help kids. They're both going to reduce crime and healthcare uh, costs on the back end. So, do you want me to sing a song that's going to tell you how great the families are going to be when they get this information and get these services and it's not going to cost us any money, or do you want me to tell you like a financial statement and say like, well, look, uh, you know, we're going to save money on the back end, but what it's going to do is it's going to unify people and make us a better community and then the cops no longer wonder who they're patrolling the the, the people that live in the neighborhoods no longer wonder, wonder who these people driving in cars are i want to unify uh, uh, ptos there's no there's no reason with with the day that we are now and social media and 
you can assemble an army to talk for free in one space and there's no reason when we have a time of board, the school board's wasting money that we have a, a school with the, someone from the PTO from one school going and saying, look, I've got a problem at my school. Let's, let's create a network for all the school's PTOs. And they meet once a month or, or every other month. What's working, what's not working? How are we getting people in? If you can't raise money, how, what are some ideas that we can get some people more involved and not feel like they have to be here, that they want to be here? Let's call that IPTO. Everyone's got an iPhone or an iPad. Let's call this IPTO. This is something that's going to benefit and, 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 and streamline everything. And, yeah. and when we go to a school board meeting, we're not saying, well, I've got a problem at, at, at this school, this elementary. Well, no, school board, uh, the school IPTO system has met, and you said that you're serving this need. This need isn't being met at this many schools, and we need to address that. So I think it's a unif unifier, and it's arming people, and it's getting people communicating. They're not complaining about a school that has more on this side of town. They're sharing ideas. Yeah. They're getting in front of each other. They know more about problems than another like side of town. Open sourcing for community, like exactly. Much, like, yeah. So real, real ideas. Like it's a year long, so I'm not being realistic. So I don't want to over inundate myself and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I gave you 12 amazing ideas. I got three. I got three or four done. I've got three or four amazing ideas that I think we can get done in a year. Yeah. And then you know, as good ideas come, they tend to snowball into others, and we can build on those. You know, good, better, and different. If I'm not here next August, I don't care if I get reelected next year. Mm -hmm. That's when I come in here and, and show that something better can be done, sure. create a little buzz, and, uh, and then maybe see if someone else wants to pick it up and I can get back to my life and raise my kids and have fun. That's incredible, <laughs> man. And I think uh, for the listeners, I think uh, for what, if it doesn't come across over audio, which I think it does, but I can tell you the reason why I wanted to sit down with Albert Hacker was because I think just from talking to you tonight and before the last time, you, you got that nice... Like you're an intelligent guy, and you, so you got that you got that line where you can you can do the politics, but you're also you. just, I mean, I met you hanging out at at my buddy's house, you know, and you you we're show we're, we're here in shorts and t-shirts. You just <laughs> dropped your kids off at the park, like you're just a dude to listen to the community too. That's it. That's and, it. Uh, we're both real people. It. We yeah. have a common thread. We found a way to hang out, and you know, now I've got a, a new friendship, and we're hanging out and and, and expanding yeah. that. So, I mean. What a wonderful place it would be, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the community aspect is even, is uh, it, it shows us anywhere. Like, even when we walked in here, you knew people that were in here eating. You know, <laughs> it's like when you live and, and hang out in a neighborhood and you get to see people often, people that work here, people that live here, people that do stuff here. I just went to the 12 South Community uh, Farmer's Market last Tuesday. Okay. The opening day of that. I love that. Which, uh, which I have a funny story about I'll tell on this Friday's podcast. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, it's it's you know when you live and work in a community, or live in, and hang out in a community, and you get to know people. That that's that's what I love about this side of town or, or Nashville in general. Absolutely, it's just knowing the people, like not being so. I, I grew up in a very suburban area where you might not know the neighbor two doors down from you, even though you lived next to each other for five, ten years, mm -hmm. where everybody just goes about their life. The garage doors closed. You know, living in a place now where I live in an apartment complex and I know all my neighbors, I can walk down to the street and I know the guy, the people that work at my Kroger say hi to me when I walk in. Like, it's, mm -hmm. they know me. I, you know, if I'm, if I don't go to Kroger for a week, they're like, where you been, Tony? Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and, and that's, you know, like you said, like, that's when, what, why do people love Nashville? You know, and, and when I see, when I saw, when I see things that are going on that, that's getting away from that, what's, what's made us a great city for yeah. so long. And then there's you know fear and walls being built. Let's these aren't genius ideas. These are just you know I, I don't I don't watch you know mainstream news every day, so I don't get worked up over something that's you know insignificant in the greater scheme of things. So 
I can see the forest from the trees uh, as other people can. So this is a simple idea that anyone could have had. And, uh, you know, I had a time where it was convenient to step in. And if I can tear down a little wall that they're trying to build in my creek and let the fish swim down the yeah. creek and have fun, then let's do that. You know, my kids are doing that at the park right now. That's kind of our thing. When some, some poor kids spend all day building a rock wall in the creek, my kids are like, no, we need to help the fish. Let's tear down the walls. So I'm like, go for it, guys. <laughs> tear down the wall. <laughs> That's, what a metaphor. <laughs> Tear down a wall. So, so anyway, but I, I appreciate you having me, and, you know, uh, I hope to catch some more of your shows and, and, and yeah, may you have continued success. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming on, and definitely keep us up to date with sure. whatever happens. And uh, I know you'll probably be super busy coming up, so I'm glad I got you when we did. Absolutely. Um, which would be a good thing. I hope you're super busy. I, I hope, hope so. Hope things are going well. I hope I hope they take at least a year of my time to to do things that can help someone besides my family and myself. Because I mean, ultimately, they will help uh, my kids and myself. But you know, that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it for everyone. So. So I think, let's tell people where they can find you and follow you and all that jazz. So I have I have the class and Facebook. Some people still love Facebook. Some people don't. I have Albert Hacker, H-A-C-K-E-R, like a computer hacker. I'm just, I'm not that good. If I were, <laughs> I'd be on a beach somewhere taking like a half of a penny from everyone's bank account. No one would none the, be none the wiser, and we're all okay. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm, right. not, I'm not condoning stealing. That's wrong. Or hacking. But uh, it's Albert Hacker for mayor. On, on hacking my, government. <laughs> <laughs> we're hacking the system. <laughs> So uh, we got that on Facebook. It's on Instagram, Albert Hacker for Mayor on Instagram. Uh, I've got hashtags, Albert Hacker for Mayor, like Nashville Strong. I've plugged into that a couple times, Nashville Mayor hashtag. Uh, uh, but Albert Hacker for Mayor is pretty transcendent in that capacity. Uh, I've got the website. Like I said before, it's, it's, uh, I'm making a few more graphics before I publish it because I don't want to publish it. And then someone calls back and like, oh, you changed 10 things last night. Like, well, I wanted to make sure I had my, my P's and Q's together before uh. I launched it, you know, so... You don't want to serve a sandwich until you get your toppings right. So right, that's, right. That, that's the stage I'm in. So. Well, a piece of advice, though, once you have your website and your picks up and everything, you got to look that way for the entire time. <laughs> People need to recognize you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck with this haircut that Rachel saw when we first walked up. She yeah, said, yeah. you changed your hair. Oh, I make uh, uh, shout out to our sponsor, Mayday Brewery. I actually had a uh, Randy's Jubilee while I was sitting here drinking, or talking and drinking. But uh, I was, I was give a... Ozzy a hard time, the uh, the owner of Mayday. I was like, man, because yeah. in the wintertime, he grew his beard out. And I was like, man, y your face like, is, the, is the logo of your company. Like, you can't grow, <laughs> you can't grow a beard because people know what your face looks like. Now you're a like, stranger to now, your brand. Like, what's happening? Now he's got, now you got to go rebrand the whole company, man. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah. I, I think before you and I met, I, and, and I think you saw one of my friends that we saw before we started the show, she was like, well, my hair used to be long. It, was, it wasn't long like, you know, that that guy just come back from uh, a convent in the middle of the woods somewhere. It was, uh, you know, it was like below shoulder, below ear, above shoulder. Um, so uh, enough to show that I had a sense of freedom about myself, but uh, not too much where people didn't respect me when I'm walking through like an OR if I'm in a surgeon's office or something. So it was, it was a fine balance. But now I've kind of got like, uh, I don't even know what you call this anymore. It's uh, anyway. It's it's short. It's uh, it's a lot more kempt in that capacity, but I like to call what you, well, I saw some pictures on Facebook. I like to call what you used to have the the Prince Valiant. Yeah, <laughs> just thank you, thank yeah. you. So I, I figured you know before it all falls out, I might as well see how luxurious the curls can last. So it was it was, <laughs> it was fun until it got too humid of a day. Then I looked like Bozo the Clown or something. Another <laughs> another old time reference for no one that knows what Bozo the Clown is. Google Bozo the Clown and watch an episode. <laughs> 
Man, but, is, uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about that we hadn't yet? Anything you want to plug? Or? No, I mean, you know, just uh, I think if anything, if uh, I don't have the luxury of, of being a stranger to people sometimes. Uh, you said we've met some people here. It kind of happens to me whether I want to or not. I'm 6'10", <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm from Nashville. So, of course, I want to know some people. That just yeah. What that tells me is I've, I've been living well, and uh, I've been able to... You know, every day it's kind of a running joke. Like, how many people ask how tall you are? It's like, well, it depends on how often I leave the house. Um, but I, I, on the flip side of that, I, I don't fight the river, and it, it and it it exposes me to so many different types of people. So, you know, if I'm going to be a unifier, I can't be a hypocrite and say, well, anything. But you know, just put yourself out there. Go learn something new about an organization, or just say hello to someone, even if you don't live in Nashville. You know, if you want to move here, great, we'll take you. But if not, you know, just Put yourself out there, out of your comfort zone, and live life. We, we only get one. We only get one spin on the wheel, so we uh, we may as well make it the best spin possible. And I think if we can look at every day as an opportunity to do better than the day before, as long as we can do something that broaden our horizon, we're not going to do it every day. But as long as we're trying, the more we do that, the better memories we're going to make. And so that's kind of my uh, my uh, my Bob Ross moment of the day, I guess. It's my, my happy tree since I can't and, paint. <laughs> and if you're from Nashville and you live in Nashville, and you will be happy to know that. Uh, you have you don't have any bodyguards, right? No, okay, exactly. Okay, okay. I'm a cheap buy. I've got okay. no bodyguards. So there's no there's no, <laughs> no scandalous behavior going on here. Yeah, so and I can't sneak around a graveyard or anything like that. Okay, People are so, gonna notice me. So. <laughs> man, thank you so much for hanging out, man. I appreciate, I appreciate it. This has been a great time. Uh, thank you for the special episode. I'm honored to, yeah, to be on I here. Hope, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, if you like hearing this kind of banter, you can always check us out at ShareYourBuzz.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio we got lots of other episodes out there um, running the gamut from maybe a little bit more serious and maybe a little bit stupider. We just, I think I like to take, uh, I like to make japery out of, out of gravitas. I, I like to it. take something serious and make it st- silly. <laughs> so, uh, but, My uh, laugh so, yeah. is super serious, so yeah. I mean, we're right on the same page, I think. I, I always say this, like, the, the serious stuff will happen. You don't got to try for that. You, why not make everything like you have to actually try sometimes to, to make the good times happen so like don't don't worry the bad shit's gonna happen it, it'll get you whether you want it or not exactly so why focus on that like make everything else as good as possible smile so. bigger on the bad days because when the good days happen you'll know those are great days because of the bad yep. days so those exactly. what better reason it's happiness is a choice you can have a shitty day you can have can I say that you can have a terrible day shitty day uh, whatever you want to say uh, but it's up to you how you feel about it. Like, yeah, yeah. am I going to do something about this, or am I going to make sure I'm going to mope around and, and, and talk about how bad my, bad my day is? Because it can get worse or it can get better. It's our decision. Yeah. So, and a lot of times, going back to the going back to the mental health issue, a lot of times if you if you dive into it and you start telling yourself how bad it is, it's just going to get worse. Exactly. So, it's having a positive attitude is is such a big deal in life, no matter what you're doing. I love it. So, I love it. What a well, great way to close. Thank you. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you on uh, we'll see you on our Friday show. Thanks for listening, everyone.